0: And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, here's your host, Patricia Raskin.
1: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to The Patricia Raskin Show. Well, today, if you really want to know about how you can be more enlightened and awake and um, and enjoy your life more and be less stressed and know that you have a lot of your own control and also inner resources, We have the show for you. Um, My guest is Robbie Holes. She has been on this program before, and she's really an amazing teacher and healer. She's an international speaker and holistic wellness consultant with her late husband, Dr. Gary Holes. She's the author of the award-winning book, Secrets of Aboriginal Healing, and her newest book is Aboriginal Secrets of Awakening, a journey of healing and spirituality with a remote Australian tribe. Welcome, Robbie. Thank you, Patricia. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. Yeah, it's great to have you. All right, so let's um let's like start at the beginning. I know from reading the book and working with you that the Aborigines have some amazing rituals that they do. We call them secrets, but they are because they're amazing. Of course, they live very differently than we do, but there's so much to learn from them. So talk about how you first were introduced to the Aborigines and their thinking.
2: Okay. Well, and the ones that I'm talking about are the remote Aboriginal uh, people who are in the really secluded and safeguarded from civilization. They're in the outback tucked away, and the outback is vast, and they don't have any connection to modern civilization, but they are the oldest continuous culture on the planet. We know they're at least 60,000 years old, and they have remarkable healing gifts, and I think the reason that I became aware of them was because my husband, Gary, Dr. Gary Holtz, had MS, he was also a physicist, and he uh, was an inventor, a very brilliant man. But he had MS, and he had become a quadriplegic and didn't have... um much mobility or feeling in his body and he was actually he had about 6 months left to live the body was starting to shut down and he heard that the aboriginals in the remote part of the outback had remarkable healing gifts and western medicine had nothing else to offer him he'd explored every avenue and this was one that he decided I have nothing I have nothing left and so he went into the outback and they actually knew he was coming before he even knew of them they're so connected we have this grid, this unified field that we're all a part of, and they are, they've never lost connection with that. And so they, they already knew he was coming before he even knew of them. And Hold on he, for a second. Hold on for a second. Did, did you know Gary at that point? I did not. This happened oh. in 1994 that he went into the outback, and I didn't meet Gary until 2001. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, here he is as a scientist in a wheelchair, a quadriplegic, and he went into the outback, unloaded from the airplane like cargo, and went into the outback and was with the tribe for 10 days and came out 10 days later where he was able to clumsily walk along that airplane aisle, supporting himself with the seats, and he had feeling in his body for the first time in seven years, which he hadn't had, but more than anything, Patricia, it transformed him Emotionally, he understood the connection between the emotions and the disease, the MS. Um, and, and it, he came back with their healing secrets. The Aborigines asked Gary to take their healing secrets out into the world because we didn't really understand how healing worked. And they, they knew that these healing secrets, which were ancient, were very powerful and they could really help people. And Gary was, able to take it out worldwide and now we, that's why we created that book secrets of aboriginal healing and it's now in over 40 countries
1: um so it's done tell remarkably me, no, well tell me. so now tell me when you met him which was six or seven years later what was it what was his condition physically He was in a wheelchair, but he was, uh,
2: he had feeling in his body now, which he was no longer a quadriplegic. He was considered a paraplegic, but he was a high functioning paraplegic. Uh, when I met Gary, he lived in this beautiful, gorgeous home above the lake and was, uh, totally self-sufficient. He come, he would come to work dressed in a suit, very, you know, um, he, he could take care of himself completely.
1: Yeah. Really? I mean he yeah. could he could dress himself and everything. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And now but but by the time you met him was he now teaching some of these principles? He was. When he came back from the outback. Now he had been a physicist
2: before and it was really hard for a physicist to go into the outback and have
1: I can imagine. you know an
2: aboriginal tribe perform uh, healing on him when Western medicine couldn't do anything. but So he discovered that there's a lot of gray that you can't explain, but it still exists. And he came back from the outback, and he started developing amazing healing abilities like the Aboriginal people. He started being able to see... Uh, tumors inside people's bodies, their Ugh. skin became transparent to him, he became telepathic, which is, these are things that the remote Aborigines have these abilities as well. And so mm-hmm. he got a came back from the Outback and got a degree in, a doctor's degree in immunology so that he could practice psychoneuroimmunology, which is using the mind to stimulate the immune system, and mm-hmm. became a remarkable healer, and that's when mm-hmm. I met him.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah, in fact, he healed my sister at the time, um, and I knew that he had done that for me, and I just instantly fell in love with the man. And so we started working together as a team, helping people. We didn't, just people found us word of mouth. People who would have stage four cancers or AIDS or things that Western medicine didn't have any answers for, they would come to us. We seemed to be the last, you know, stop on the road for a lot of people, and it just
1: kept finding ways to help people. Robbie, what were some of the things that you did? Was it hands-on healing? Was it telepathy? Was it hypnosis? What did you do? That's a good question, Patricia. Well, we worked as a team in that Gary
2: would, um, he would do hands-on initially. He would put his hand wherever the injury was. Actually, the first thing that happened was I, and we described this in the uh, Aboriginal Secrets of Awakening book, the very first thing I brought to him was a dog who had a broken spine. And mm. they were going to put the dog down because it, it had a broken spine, and Gary ended up healing that dog, and it's fine. I mean, they would the owners would bring it back to the clinic and let it run around so Gary could see how it was totally fine. So initially he would put his hands on them, And he would actually work with them subconsciously. He would be telepathic to them on a subconscious level. And I always thought it was interesting, Patricia, that most people, nobody really knew that he was talking to them subconsciously except the people who were autistic. We had um, autistic young teenagers and kids, and they always knew Gary was talking to them uh, telepathically on a deep subconscious level. I thought that was fascinating. They're so Mm -hmm. tuned in.
1: So he because, would communicate to them. You think they were maybe on a different frequency? Well, I think
2: exactly. They're so highly sensitive and tuned in um, that they're. We most people wouldn't even know that they have this ability. That autistic people um, or children are operating on that kind of level. But with Gary, they knew he was communicating to them, and they and they would the parents would tell us how the children would be laughing, and they're asking, they ask, what are you laughing about? And they said, oh, Gary is so funny. We didn't call him doctor for the children. We'd, Gary's so funny. He, they, and he would communicate to them on things that they could relate to. So he would talk telepathically. about. Telepathically. Yeah, telepathically, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, Made you know, you so- never know what these little kids with autism or um, the level they're operating with, at. It, they're just so
1: highly tuned in. Hmm. So now, when you met him, Robbie, you started working together, and then did you heal people together? Did you work as a team? We worked as a team. Um, People, and this is what the Aboriginal uh,
2: tribe had gifted to us, is that they helped us understand that healing involves the body, the mind, and and the soul, the spirit. And most people, it's the emotions that are the core that have created the physical problem, And they need to understand that. They need to know what was it that created this disease in the first place because almost every time it starts out as an emotional core. And the Aborigines have told us if you don't get to that core, it's like picking the top of a dandelion. It will grow right back again. And we've seen this with people who have had tumors surgically removed and they grow back again because they've not made any changes. Mm-hmm. So so I helped them understand what was going on emotionally and how to turn that around because sometimes people know that their minds are creating problems and sabotaging, but they don't know how to turn it around. And then Gary would actually be sort of the, the energy, the healing force to it. And he started out initially where he needed to have his hand on people and if... If it was like the whole body, like autoimmune system, like fibromyalgia is the entire body, he would put his hand at the back of their neck, um, the base of their skull. That sort of sent the energy out in all different directions. But he could actually see tumors um, and inside the body he could see the internal workings. It was amazing what he could do. He could see cancer. Um, and then it got to the point, Patricia, where he didn't need to actually be in the same room with somebody with his hand on them. He could actually just use a photograph and just connect to them. And then he got oh, to the point where okay. he didn't even need a photograph. He could just connect to people anywhere in the world with so their then, first so name. So then he, and he their, would do
1: that part of the work, Robbie, and then you would do a counseling part of the work maybe? Right, right, because you can't just heal people physically and then
2: expect them to stay well. That's the key. They need to learn how they are creating this disease and how to stop doing that. For instance, Gary had multiple sclerosis and he became numb, paralyzed. He realized, the aboriginal people taught him, that he had numbed himself emotionally because he had a very traumatic childhood. He had a father who was drunk who used to beat him on a regular basis. And Gary got very good at numbing himself emotionally until he literally numbed himself physically. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, like I mentioned earlier, fibromyalgia, which is on the rise, by the way, and now it's even we're seeing it in teenagers, that's an autoimmune disease where you have a lot of stress throughout the whole system, throughout the whole body. And that's what people don't recognize. It's the emotional component that creates such a toxic situation that the body is just crumbling under this toxicity from the emotions.
1: Mm.
2: Because different emotions create different cells and have a different
1: response. So, so that you know that we have two minutes to break, but that does beg a question that a lot of people struggle with. And that is that the question is then are we creating our own illness? Are we creating our cancer? And and that's that's a real tough one. To, because then you get into self-blame. Address that for a minute, Robbie. Well, and I think that that's exactly why
2: I'm on the road teaching
1: passionately, is waking
2: people up to how they are unconsciously creating their body. Their body and their emotions are so partnered together. If someone tells you bad news, you can feel it immediately in your gut. Mm. Um, you, you, or you get a, a headache instantly. The body is so connected to the emotions. Uh, We feel grief in our chest. That's where we tend to hold that emotion is in our chest. And if you have a propensity for heart disease or uh, um, breast cancer, you need to be aware that holding a lot of grief is not going to be healthy for you. You've got to pay attention to having these emotions. Don't be afraid to have them, but then let them go. And some emotions are healthier than others to be hanging out in.
1: All right, we're going to take a break. Amazing. We are talking to Robbie Holes. She's the author of Original Secrets of Awakening, A Journey of Healing and Spirituality with a Remote Australian Tribe. And you can log on to her website, which is RobbieHoles.com. Right, Robbie? R-O-B-B-I-E-H-O-L-Z.com. All right, you're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
3: Streaming live, the leader in Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com.
4: Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
3: Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show.
1: Hi, everyone. We are back. We are talking to Robbie Holes. She is the author of Aboriginal Secrets of Awakening, a Journey of Healing and Spirituality with a Remote Australian Tribe. Robbie Holse is an international speaker and holistic wellness consultant. With her late husband, Dr. Gary Holtz, she's the author of the award-winning book, Secrets of Aboriginal Healing. Um, I know Robbie's work. I've interviewed her. I've worked with her. It's really amazing. And in our last section, we talked about, you know, the power of the mind and of the spirit and how we really can work with our emotions uh, and with healers to really uh, improve the state of our disease, if not arrest it, and if not stop it, but at least really get in there and make a difference. And we have that opportunity, and sometimes we need help from healers, and this is something that Robbie does. Welcome back, Robbie. Thank you. My pleasure. Uh, Yeah, so um, when you work with people now, do you work with people who are, have cancer or diabetes or, you know, have have life-threatening diseases. Do you do the work that Gary did now? Well, mine is a little
2: different. Um, mine is a little different. I, To be honest, I still work with Gary. He's on the other side of the veil assisting. Uh, I have a, a beautiful healing team of angels and spirit guides and Gary and um, others who assist me. So what they do is I need an hour with somebody. That's all I need is one hour to help them understand what are their particular emotional cores for their illness, and the healing team helps me understand that. I communicate and meditate with them ahead of time, and then I let the person know this is what you've been doing to create this, and no guilt about that, no judgment. It's just that's what's happened. Okay, so now let's move on from there. So then once they have that awareness, they can realize how some of these emotions that they have on a regular basis are actually creating physical harm. And then we talk about, okay, how do we shift out of that? How do we turn that around? And the team, the healing team on the other side of the veil, if you will, is assisting and they continue to assist, not just in that hour, but they keep helping so that they're not doing it alone. Um, You don't have to be doing this alone. Um, so it's, it's about and, recognizing what you've been doing that creates this situation and how to turn it around. And, because and it, the body is always yeah. trying to heal. That's just its innate ability. It's constantly yeah. trying to heal. But mm-hmm. we're blocking it, we're stopping it, and we're creating that disease. And that's what people need to
1: understand, what they're doing. And you can help people remotely with this? Right. I work with people all over the world. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it,
2: honestly, it's just an hour session where we talk and I help them understand this is what you've been going through. This is It's about, usually, Patricia, if you get down to it, it's what are their biggest struggles and fears and paying attention to... If you have a lot of fear about something, if, you have a, a, if you've hung on to something from the past, maybe somebody has um, abused you or done something that you're still holding on to, and you create emotions around that, that's going to affect the body. And if you do it long enough, often enough, and you're not releasing it, that will create disease. Disease, yes.
1: Mm. So when you work with people, do you work just one time, Robbie, or is it continual? I usually just work one time. Um,
2: really? That because, yeah, one, one hour is all I need with somebody because it helps them. It gives them an awareness of, okay, now I know what has created this disease, what's the emotional core, the root to it, and then I also help them understand now that you know this, this is how you turn it around, and I give them a process and steps to go through that the mind is not controlling them and creating cells that are unhealthy it's that, or our chemical response that's hard on the body. Now they know how to shift that mind around from its fear and negativity into a more loving response. And, and by the way, gratitude is a fabulous emotion to have. It has a beautiful healing response on the body. So it's another great reason to be immersed in
1: gratitude more often. Very,
4: it'll, very healing.
1: And so, but I would think, though, if you work with someone once and they practice this, that they might want a refresher with you to come back and see if they're on track still. Right. And I think that's a good
2: idea. Some people will come back a couple of months down the road for a half an hour just to make sure they're getting it right. Um, Some people are, they they might need a, a little bit of reassurance or they might need to tweak it. But some people, a lot of people that come to me, they already have a pretty good foundation. They just don't know what they're doing wrong or how to turn it around. And then once I give them the steps and the information, and like I said, the healing team continues to work with them. Occasionally, some people will come back for a half an hour or an hour, and I think that's a good idea. Let's find out if you're on track, you know. So, but it's up to what they need.
1: And then they, but they have to follow the steps. I mean, everything that you tell them, you know, through the guides, they need to practice daily, yes?
2: Right, exactly. And the more you practice it, just like anything else, the better you get at it. So if they're still stuck in some type of fear or there's something that they're still struggling with or they haven't been able to let go of some of these things that are hard on the body, uh, certain emotions, then they know that they haven't healed that yet. And if they can't do it, then they'll come back to me and say, I'm still stuck on this. And a lot of times, Patricia, it's just perspective. Um, if they see things from a bigger perspective, it helps them realize why something has happened to them and, and it makes it easier. Like if a child gets spanked and they realize that they got spanked because they were about to run out into traffic, it makes it a little easier to let go of that anger about being spanked if you realize it was for your own good. So that's just it's mm-hmm. giving them a different perspective from the soul's point of view. What's the soul's voice in all this? Why did this have to happen to you? And it makes sense to them and then they can let go of it.
1: Interesting. Mm, very important. All right. So in your book, and the book is called Aboriginal Secrets of Awakening, you take people through these steps, or is it more the journey of what you were telling us in the beginning? I think it's more the journey. Um, the, the
2: other book, the first book, Secrets of Aboriginal Healing, that discloses more of the healing, the five healings. Um, steps of the aboriginals for healing right. and actually the aborigines use these five steps for everything not just for healing it's the same five steps All so right, let's, both let's books do are very healthy now.
1: let's a do step. those five steps now
2: okay um so in secrets of aboriginal healing we talk about gary's journey into the outback and how he went in as a quadriplegic and with not much time left to live and then came back totally different with this understanding of these steps and that's patricia why we have put this information together in this book is so that people have access to it so the first step is willingness you have to be willing to let go of some of these emotions you have to be willing to make some changes on all levels conscious and unconscious you have to be willing to um you know sometimes there's secondary gains from an illness you, you, people might like being the victim or getting attention. They have to be able to be willing. That's the first step is willing, willing to let go and make some changes. Mm-hmm. So, And Gary was surprised to find out when he went into the Outback, they did muscle testing, that he wasn't completely willing to heal. And so that's the first thing he needed to learn, and we describe that in the Secrets of Aboriginal Healing Book. So I have an opportunity to talk to my healing spirit team to find out, is this person willing on all levels? And, and, and then they can help shift this person if they're so not. The so first, the first step is being willing to heal? Yes. Willing okay. to heal. Willing to okay. let go of whatever it is that you've got to let go of, willing to make changes. Yes. Okay, second step. The second step is awareness. You need to become aware of what kind of emotions and mindsets that you have that are creating this disease. For instance... Um, I almost died twice, and I ended up healing myself completely of what the doctor said was incurable at the time, hepatitis C. Um, I also had fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome and temporary brain damage. I mean, I was really in bad shape. That's why these aboriginal healing steps were so important to me, because I healed myself what the doctor said was incurable. And I needed to become aware that I was not willing to take the time to take care of myself. I was a working mother. I had a career going that was, uh, demanded a lot of, uh, of time and attention. We were building a house, and my needs were not on the list. I wasn't being aware of what my body needed and paying attention to that. Um, so I needed to become aware. Like some people need to become aware of if they have a lot of fear or a lot of stress, that is really hard on the body, and it builds up. And you need to become aware that what might be what's creating the problem for you, a physical problem. So the second step is awareness. Right, awareness. Yeah, the third step. That's acceptance. You may not like it, but it's here for a reason. So somebody may have cancer and they don't like it, but it's here to teach you something. And a lot of times people who have major illnesses or major accidents, they're life-changing because it makes you realize what's important and brings you back to what matters to me and more of a heart, uh, living from the heart. So this, like fibromyalgia, I use that as an example earlier. That's a lot of stress and fear throughout your whole system, and your body just can't handle it anymore. So you need to be aware that now you have developed this disease um, and accept that it's here. It's here to show you where your emotions are offline, where your emotions are off base, where your emotions are creating problems in your body.
1: All right. So, All right, we're going to go back over these after the break. What's the fourth one? So we have, so far we have letting go, right, awareness and acceptance. Right. The first step is willingness. Yes. Okay. Awareness and, and acceptance. Then
2: the fourth one is empowerment. Take your power back. If I had listened to what the doctors told me, I would not have survived. They didn't think that I could, they didn't have any answers for hepatitis C, and I just knew I had to take my power back and find answers. So take your power back and recognize that everybody is a powerful healer. That body wants to heal. Paying attention to what is stopping the body from healing. Are you getting enough rest? Are you eating the right things? But very importantly, are you feeding the right emotions to your body because it's affecting it? It's either fear-based or it's love-based. And fear-based is very hard on the body and it becomes toxic and it builds up over time. Love-based is very, your body thrives on it. So if you mm. don't feel good emotionally, I guarantee you are creating some level of damage to the body. So that's mm. f- four, empowerment. Mm.
1: Right, number, and number five, five.
2: Fo- focus. Focus on what you want. Don't focus on the disease or the pain. It's not a head buried in the sand or denial. That will create problems. But it's more about putting your focus on what you want. Put your focus on a healthy body. See yourself already healed. Stay focused on that result and then move towards in that direction. It's kind of like if you know you're going to go on a vacation and you get excited about it and you stay focused on that vacation and you go and buy tickets and do some research online, you're focused on that and you know it's going to happen.
1: It's the same thing here. Okay. Stay All focused right. on what are- you The first step is willingness, be willing to be willing to see there's an issue, then create awareness around it, then accept that it's there, then be empowered so you know you can do something about it, and then focus on the future and what you can do now. Right. Focus on that goal. Absolutely. You got it. All right. And we're going to talk more about that right after the break with Robbie Holes, and she is the author of the book. Aboriginal Secrets of Awakening, A Journey of Healing and Spirituality, or with the remote Australian tribe. And again, you can write to Robbie. She does one-hour sessions and can really help you uh, understand what your issue is and how you can be willing, aware, accept, be empowered, and focus on changing in a positive way. Uh, her website is Robbie Holz. R-O-B-B-I-E-H-O-L-Z, You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on Voice America. Stay tuned. We will be right back.
3: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You count. fridays at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america variety channel
4: what makes a great leader most have a vision one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan organization and company
3: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand
0: 24-7. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Okay, we'll
1: One, two, two. The Patricia Raskin Show. My guest is Robbie Holtz. Her book is Aboriginal Secrets of Awakening: a Journey of Healing and Spirituality with a Remote Australian tribe. Robbie Holtz is an international speaker and holistic wellness consultant. With her late husband, Dr. Gary Holtz, she's the author of the award-winning book Secrets of Aboriginal Healing. And you can log on to holzwellness.com Consult- h o l z Wellness.com. Welcome back, Robbie. Right, let's take um, let's take everything you've talked about, which is the five steps to be where you are in terms of understanding your willingness to understand you know what your disease or illness or worry is the awareness that you get the acceptance that you then create the empowerment and then the focus of, of doing the work let's take that and let's apply it to today now I, I you know without becoming political we are in quite a state of flux in our country right now in 2017 we've you know elected a president who's very different from any other president we've ever had Um, the style is different the whole almost the whole institution in a way is being rocked in terms of style and movement it's just very different and for a lot of people it's very scary
2: right and
1: so you know and and I mean we can sit here and scream and yell and cry and shout and that's not going to help us and yet on some level we need to know that we're not falling apart because when you get mixed messages which we get a lot of with this administration, and a lot of us grew up with mixed messages, it's not easy. Even right. if we get the right result, right results. So I'd like you to speak to this from, I think, an aboriginal standpoint and maybe from your guide standpoint, of what you see, and giving some of our listeners hope, or all of our listeners hope. Right, right.
2: And, and, you know, to be honest, Patricia, I typically stay away from politics. Well, I always stay away from politics, especially in my blogs and my um, work. But at one point after the election, my guides told me, you need to write a blog about this because people don't know how to react. They don't know what to do, and they're feeling a lot of fear and um, angst. So I did. I wrote, I wrote a blog about it. There's a couple of them actually. And, but really, basically, that's what I wanted to know. What do my, my beautiful, loving angels and spirit guides have to say about this? And what they're telling me is it's so, so important to maintain hope, it's so important to stay in love based emotions and that fear fighting fear is not going to help at all. It's just it's not going to get you where you want to go. In some ways, it reminds me of somebody who has had a life-threatening accident or life-threatening cancer where it is such a huge shakeup it will get you to that, okay, now I'm willing to make some steps and changes I wasn't willing before to make. And that's kind of where I see us now is that it has been such a big shakeup to the whole world that it's got our attention and that we, cannot, we can't be apathetic about it. We have to pay attention and choose what we're going to do about it. And I love the that people are rallying together in love, that, there's that quote that, you know, you see these posters all the time, love trumps hate, and that's exactly it. It's about coming from a state of love and recognizing that there's people, uh, you know, that are not being heard, that are really hurting, that have been the ones who have done some voting that has created this shift. So what we, we need to do, whether you want to take it on a little microcosm level or the big picture, what kind of emotions are you going to be feeding your body? Are you going to be in a lot of fear and anxiety, or are you going to be more controlling of where that mind goes and say, okay, so what, what can we find that's good here? People are waking up. People are realizing that water is important to them from the, the pipeline in North Dakota. People are realizing that, I guess, being more um, accepting of uh, diversity in religion and, and what na- nation you're from They're more aware of that now and saying, I'm willing to take a stand now whereas before I wasn't. Women are realizing that their rights are important and other people are getting out there in the streets with them. These are the changes that are happening very, very quickly because of the situation that we're in. And I think it takes that kind of waking up, that kind of commitment on people's levels. This is what's happening. And it's a very good thing on many levels And that's the stuff we need to focus on. We're making some very big changes very quickly. Stay focused on that. And again, like you want to stay focused on a healthy body, stay focused on a planet at peace where we accept each other and we get along. That's Mm -hmm. where we stay focused. That's where you start paying attention to what kind of emotions am I adding to this. If I'm adding fear, then turn off the television for a while, okay, Mm -hmm. and get back into... What can I be grateful for about this situation? Well, it's waking people up. It's waking them up. And that's what the Aborigines have always had, and all these indigenous cultures have a deep, deep love for the planet, Mother Earth. They've always maintained that connection. They feel like the river is their brother, their beloved brother, and this is waking us up to... We're so disconnected from this planet, this Mother Earth that, uh, that loves us tremendously, and that's what we're waking up to. It's, 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 uh, it's taken a lot to shake us up, and wow, so, we're getting
1: shaken up. So what would you say? Would you say spend more time with people you love, get into support groups of people who are doing positive things, all of that? Yes, and what, what I think the biggest thing, Patricia, is... What's motivating you? If you feel motiv-
2: motivated to go out and march or be an activist, that's fabulous. If you're doing it from the heart. If you're doing it from a place of fear and the mind, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. So if you're moving from the heart, that's where you want to be coming from.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're reacting out of fear, that's not going to help. There's another piece to this that you mentioned, and that's the whole, you know, subject of technology. I mean, technology has helped us tremendously, but it's also pulled us apart a little bit in terms of the human connection. I'd like you to address that and maybe what the guides say about that.
2: Right. Well, you know, and I think that the one thing that they've been telling us for a long time is that it's about community. If we're going to su- su- survive and sustain, it, it, we have to be a community. Um, and so we've become more and more isolated, especially with our technology. And it comes back to, again, waking up to the, setting limits, setting boundaries. One of the things that I really love about the aboriginal culture is that they live in a world of simplicity. And they deliberately do that. So I try to live in simplicity and not have a lot of stuff and not have a lot of things. And even cooking, it's not a big, long, involved ordeal. It's more simplistic. And I'm finding that my body, my emotions thrive on that. So it's about becoming more aware, how can I simplify my life? And and staying in the present moment,
1: right now, today, how can I do that? Mm Mm-hmm. You. And, and I, we, you know, Robbie, we we hear everything you're saying. We hear all the time, but most of us, even if we do it for a little while, we don't stay with it. Why is that?
2: Well, I think that a lot of us are operating on an autopilot. We're not really conscious of what's going on around us. We're not really conscious of what thoughts are co- we're constantly marinating in, uh, the mindsets that are operating in the background. And so it's about waking up to that and being more conscious, and it comes back to just practicing that. Be more mindful. Take a moment during the day to just get quiet, whether it's a red light, you're just sitting there, and feel what's going on inside. Feel what's going on inside. Am I feeling angst? Am I feeling tensed up? Am I feeling anger, fear? And paying attention and then shifting it. The mind is very powerful, but you have to remember it's a powerful tool, and it's about waking up to these old patterns of thinking and shifting them out of the old habits into new habits. What can I be grateful for right now? Especially right now with the world we're in right now, what can I be grateful for? What's happening politically that is good for us? It's waking us up. It's getting us more conscious. We're not on autopilot as much as we were before. I'm not saying it's not uncomfortable. That's where that acceptance come in comes well, in. I don't and
1: like you it. You said something else too about, you know, waking up. That means taking responsibility. That means, you know, writing letters if you need to. Yep. You know, standing up because one of the things is that we have people that represent us and a lot of us don't write to them or take action in any way because we think it not won't make a difference. But we're electing those people so it starts at the grassroots level.
2: Right, and that's one thing that my spirit guides and angels have been telling me for a long, long time, is it's going to, change is going to happen from grassroots, and it's not going to come from the top down. It's going to come from the bottom up,
1: yeah.
2: and that's why it's waking people up and, and getting us to get active again and pay attention to what matters and what matters to the, to the future generations and doing something about it.
1: Yeah, yeah very important. All right, I just want to go over. Um, we've got a couple minutes to break and then we'll have another segment. So I just want to go over again that the five steps that you learned from the Aborigines uh, in terms of success and happiness is and why don't you just state them very briefly the five? Sure. Willingness. Am I willing to make the changes that I need to make? Am I willing to let go of
2: some of these things I'm hanging on to that are unhealthy? Number two is accept, uh, Sorry, is awareness. What is creating this discomfort in the first place? If you have a mindset that you're not good enough or that you don't have any control over your life, what's the mindset, having an awareness of what's creating this problem? If I have a lot of fear, creating a physical autoimmune disease. Number three, acceptance. I may not like it, but it's here to teach me. In some level, it's here to help me improve my life. Number four, empowerment. Take back your power. And that's the same thing with what's happening out in the world right now. Take back your power. It's amazing what one person can do. Number five, focus. Stay focused on what you want. Stay focused on a healthy body. Stay focused on a world at peace. That's important to stay focused on what you want. Put energy into that.
1: Okay. All right. and. People can log on to your website at holeswellness.com, H-O-L-Z-W-E-L-L-N-E-S, right? n-e-s. no, N-E-S.
2: N-E-S-S.com,
1: yeah. Okay, holeswellness.com. And you give our consultations. People can call you. And you usually work with them one time, but they certainly can come back for a refresher because you guide them through these five steps when you're working with them.
2: Right, and there's an online course if people want to take that, and there's a lot of really helpful information up there under the blog section. I, I try to put up a lot of helpful information. It's really getting this information out to help people heal so that they, as they heal, they're able to help others heal.
1: All right, terrific. Okay, holeswellness.com, H-O-L-Z-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S.com. Stay tuned. We'll be back with Robbie for uh, another segment for our last segment for today and we'll talk more about how do you create the life that you want and trust I think trust is a big issue for many of us you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com we'll be right back
3: psych up live is heard every thursday at 2 p.m eastern time 11 a.m pacific time on the voice america variety channel we'll turn up your perspective on life If you want to stay on the cutting edge of the bioeconomy, tune into Terratech with host Jim Lane. Every day, new and substantial products are in our lives. What we wear, eat, and drink in our travels and in our health, Terratech will spotlight these products and show you where and how they are being used. Listen for Tech live every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Join the innovators and the innovations and move forward.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show.
1: Hi, everyone. We are talking to Robbie Holz, H-O-L-Z. Her book is Aboriginal Secrets of Awakening. A journey of healing and spirituality with a remote Australian tribe. Robbie Holst is an international speaker and holistic wellness consultant. And she's in the Seattle area, she works with clients all over the world. So worthwhile to work with Robbie. She'll really help you see what you're holding on to, what you may be stuck with, and how you can really move your life ahead. And uh, she studied with the Aborigines, who are an amazing indigenous people, and she certainly can help you. Log on to holeswellness.com, H-O-L-Z-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S.com. Okay, welcome back, Robbie. All right, in our last segment today, I want to talk about something that I struggle with, That I, and I know if I am, I know there are many other people. And that is trust. That is, and here's the scenario, okay? You're doing what, you, what you're supposed to do. You're out there, but there's something you want, whether it's a better job or more income or you want better health or you want, a bit, you want a relationship or, you know, you're working toward it. Whatever you're doing, step by step, and you're not seeing it happen in front of you. You are, but not to the degree that, that you feel safe or comfortable. hmm Give us some hope here with that, with the trust. Sure. And
2: I think it's important, um, no matter what your belief system, I think we would agree that we're all souls, you know, having an experience in a physical body. And that that soul really has a voice. That's why the Aborigines told us that soul is involved in your illness. If your soul is, is done in this journey, chances are you're not going to heal that cancer or that that child born blind wanted to be blind, born blind. Its soul did for its journey. It's very different. So it comes back to recognizing that you are a soul currently having an experience as a human in a human form and that there is a higher consciousness, a higher power, a loving intelligence, whether you want to call it God, God, goddess, divine source, whatever, but it is a higher consciousness that has tremendous love for you and is more than you can possibly wrap your mind around. And there to assist you, there's a lot of help to assist you, whether it's your guardian angel or angels or this divine source, higher consciousness, whatever you choose to call it. There is tremendous help available to us. And it's about recognizing how to let go of the mind's fears and allow assistance from this higher consciousness, even if it's your guardian angel, for instance, and letting I, I them s- help you.
1: Yeah, and I think here, I think here are the scenarios and I'm going to state them all, all right? So let's take the health one. You know, how come I'm, and I'm just using these as examples, hypotheticals. So somebody is ill. Well, how come this happened to me? Joey and Bobby, and they're okay. Why did this happen to me? Okay, another scenario. Um, You're an entrepreneur, or you've lost some money, or you've lost a client, and now you're really struggling financially, and you don't have the cushion you once did, and you say, why me? Look at this one and that one and this one. They don't have that, okay? It could be a relationship, gee, you know, that they've been married 30, 40 years, and they seem to be happy, and look, I've had two marriages, what's wrong with me? So, I, I'd like you to address that, because I think that is very prevalent. Okay, and this is where you need to pay attention to the fact that everybody's on a different journey,
2: depending on their soul development, and some people are very older, evolved souls, and some people are younger souls, and it's not that any, one is any better than the other, they're just at different stages of development. And think of this planet as a school, where souls can go, and they There's tremendous opportunities for growth because there's extreme light and there's extreme darkness. So there's tremendous opportunities for growth here, and everybody's learning something different, and they're all at different paces. Maybe some people are learning uh, forgiveness, and so they've had things happen to them on their particular journey that they have to learn to forgive. Or other people are learning how to have self-love, and so they'll have things happen to them that are different than other people's journeys because it's about them learning how to overcome the mind and find the love from within. So it comes down to what we're all learning on this journey, Patricia, is how to master the mind and its emotions and thoughts. And anything that's fear-based or negative is something that we are here to learn how to master. And so this is where you start recognizing, am I coming from the heart, which is gratitude, love, patience, kindness, and compassion, or am I coming from the mind, which has its expectations, its judgments, its comparing with other people, it has uh, fears? These are things that we are here to learn how to master. And sometimes it has to get ramped up really big before we finally say, enough, I am done with this fear. I recognize I'm beautifully taken care of by the universe, by this higher consciousness, whatever you want to call it. I am tremendously loved. I am an amazing being, a divine, luminous being worthy of being loved. And Mm -hmm. so this is what you recognize. I I may not like that this is on my path, but it's here to teach me, and it's here to teach me how to move away from the emotions and the mind stuff the fears, and the mindsets that don't serve me and shift into a more loving response. That's mm-hmm. why it's there.
1: Okay. All right. We're about to close. Tell people how they can find you. I know that you do work one-to-one with people and you really help them move through some of the things we just talked about, right. you know, these barriers of thinking. Right. So tell us how people can find you. They
2: can find me at holeswellness.com. That's H-O-L-Z as in zebra w e l l n e s s dot com. And there's information on how to contact me on that website. And there's a lot of helpful information up there on the blog, especially about how to move through the times that we're in, how to how to let go of um, past injuries or past uh, harms emotionally how to live in a crazy world right now, how to, how to deal with that. Because what we're feeling is, is affecting other people around us. If you're happy and healthy, it's going to affect other people around you. And if you're in a lot of fear and anxiety, it's going to affect everybody around you. We're all connected.
1: Robbie, it's really been a pleasure to have you on the program. My pleasure, too. Thank you it so much. It really has. And I, and I want to say to everyone personally, I've worked with Robbie. Her work is amazing. And we all have things we have to work through and, and call her because she can, she's a wonderful light in the world. And thank you for your work. All right. Um, Until next time, folks, this wraps up the Patricia Raskin Show for this week. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need. You know, you can make your dreams come true. Like me on Facebook and Twitter. I have videos that I put out on Facebook. So um, again, Patricia Raskin or Patricia Raskin Raskin Resources. Until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye for now.